Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Jeff Harding. Jeff, how are you doing today? You know, Kyle, I'm feeling a little, makes feelings a little melancholy because we're at the end of the games. It's at the end of the games. We're on the home stretch now. We are. We're really wrapping things it's up. It's been a great show so far. It's but, you been know. amazing as it always is. You bet. Uh, a couple of more days of what we hope will be smooth sailing. But it's we a hope. competition. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great competition. And then it's time to start planning for next year. Yes. Boy, <laughs> you, had slip, you had to slip that one in. I can't even rest on my laurels for a minute. You had to slip that one in. Well, it takes what? It takes 52 weeks to, to put this thing together, and we well, only does. really have 50 weeks to do it, it just does. because of the circumstances. So yeah. we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, the pace will slow down dramatically. It does a little bit. But uh, anyway, it's, it's going to be awesome. So today, Jeff, my, my intro for the show really has no segue whatsoever, but I saw this article that caught my eye. <laughs> well, there's your segue. So my segue is there's no segue. Here's the article. Listen to this. See if this catches your eye as well, if you like this. Okay. The simple way to lose one inch of belly fat in just seven minutes. Okay. Besides sucking it in. <laughs> Besides sucking it in. Although okay. that, that could that could work. That's that how I work. lose it. <laughs> yes, I did catch so, my ear. So here's the thing. I found this on readersdigest.com. So it's legit, right? Well, of course, if it's on readersdigest.com, <laughs> you bet. It definitely sounds like an eye-catching article, but here's the deal. Um, the, the reality is, is that, that if over the years uh, you found that pizza and candy bars and soda have finally made it to your waistline, Yes. You're probably going to assume that tightening that up is going to require hours of sweat sessions at a gym, right? Well, yeah. That's the way you think that's the way we think about yeah, it, right? That's logic, yes. Well, according to the article that I read, that may not be true. Uh, this comes from a 2013 study that was published in the Journal of Sports Medicine and Physical Fitness. It says, Jeff, okay, that just 7 minutes of body weight exercises a day is all you need to do to transform your body. And I've got lots of body weight. Now, here's so. the thing. Here's okay. the thing. you, you got to do it more than once. Okay. So just just to be clear. It's seven minutes a day. A day. For 10 years. Well, and... for a lot of days. I don't know how many days, but for a lot of days. So here's the, here's the study, just okay. so you know. All right. The researchers that did this, they assigned 29 adults who did not exercise regularly, and they assigned them into two groups. Half of the subjects completed a fitness program, while the remaining half didn't work out at all. Okay. Now, I'm not exactly sure how they divided 29 in half. Well, one of them's not very happy. But. <laughs> yeah, he's not very happy. Uh, anyway, that's how they did it. So um, they divided them into two groups. And uh, then what happened is that all the participants maintained their regular diet. So they didn't try to eat anything different. All they right. just did what they normally do. The fitness group participated in a seven-minute training session every day for six weeks. Wow. And what they did is they performed body weight exercises, such as jumping jacks, crunches, push-ups, air squats, and then between each exercise, the participants rested for 10 seconds. So kind of that interval training right. thing. And we've talked about interval training sure before. Have. There's some great benefits to that. Sounds like it's doable, though. Right? Yeah. It's only yeah. seven minutes. The final data revealed that just seven minutes of training a day can actually do wonders for your body. Those who participated in the training session lost about four and a half pounds of fat and shed about an inch off of their waists. That's pretty impressive. Their total body fat dropped by an average of 2.1%. Just doing simple, basic body weight exercises for seven minutes a day. 
You can almost endure anything for seven minutes. You can almost endure anything for seven minutes. Except for maybe opera. <laughs> Some people like opera, Well, Jeff. that's true. That's true. I take that back. The researchers say that resistance exercises can boost your lean body mass while simultaneously burning fat. Here's the catch. And you knew there was There's a, catch, a catch, coming, right? There's always a catch. These exercises are more likely to work for those who don't already work out regularly. Okay. If you're already working out, in order to see progress, you're going to have to increase the intensity of those workouts. Maybe do it for eight minutes or nine minutes. Something like that. Or do them faster or harder or whatever. Otherwise, this form of light, brief exercise could eventually cause you uh, to to reach a plateau. So you got to up the intensity there. But if you're looking to start somewhere... Or fit a daily workout into your busy schedule. This just might be the answer it that might. you're looking for. It might. That's for sure. Now, um, uh, I, I think it's worth emphasizing here. The, the message, I think, of the study is that you just got to start somewhere. Right. Just start somewhere. If you're, if, you're, if you're not doing anything at all, sometimes we, we just don't start because we think, oh, I, I can't run a marathon, so therefore I can't do anything. And that's just yeah. not true. Nah. It's just not the way that it is. You can start somewhere, and seven minutes a day can actually have an impact on your overall health and wellness. That's right. Today's guest, I have a feeling, might have some thoughts he on may. that subject. He may. Ryan Solberg is a graduate of BYU-Idaho in exercise physiology. He practices at Intermountain Healthcare's Livewell Center right here in St. George, Utah, and he specializes in working with midlife and older adults. He's also a repeat expert on the show. Ryan, welcome back. Hey, thanks. Glad to be here. What do you think? Seven minutes a day. You got to start somewhere. I mean, if you're doing nothing, like you said, I, it's it's a great start. Um, and like Jeff was referring to, body weight, I mean, kind of depends on the person, but doesn't necessarily mean easy. Right. So... So, so you would say, hey, if that's if if you're not doing anything at all, that's a great place to start. Absolutely, that would be your experience. Absolutely. Well, and and I I would agree with that as well. If you're already doing something, I would I would my experience has been that seven minutes is probably not enough. I I'm not, you know, a world class athlete by any stretch of the imagination, but I do try to work out, and I'm definitely working out for more than seven minutes. And I'm struggling to see those, you know, the kind of results that these guys got uh, off of this study. So, Kyle, you should probably try an experiment. Stop exercising for a year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and eat all your food, everything you want, and then and then try and see if it does any of you good. You know, I'm I'm tempted, Jeff. I think you should, Kyle. I'm I think tempted. You should. <laughs> <laughs> we have a little uh, health and wellness competition that we do as a staff. At the D- Derek would really appreciate games. that if you did that, yeah. And um, I I'm probably a little too competitive with that, but I do like to to win when I can. And I haven't won all of them, but I've I've won a couple of them, and I've uh, proudly collected my little certificate. Yes, and, you have and put it on my desk underneath some other stuff. And you but, floated uh, a little bit in staff <laughs> meeting, but that's okay. <laughs> Just a little bit, but anyway, lots of fun. So, yeah, seven minutes a day can be if you're if you're uh, just starting out enough to get you started. And and like you said, Ryan, just starting somewhere is the key here. Today with Ryan, we want to talk a little bit about some of the lessons that you've learned with some of your most successful clients. Things that uh, maybe the rest of us can put into practice on some of the things that they've seen have worked well for them. Let's start off with one of our favorite sports at the Huntsman World Senior Games, which is pickleball. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it'd be fun to kind of share some experiences uh, of clients that I've worked with. So, um, yeah, this pickleball player, this gentleman came in uh, to where I work at the Livewell Center. We performed uh, a full assessment on him. Very active gentleman when he came in, um, and he was basically 
for his activity just playing sports at that point. You know, he yeah. was golfing, he was playing pickleball for three hours a day. Um, so very, very active. But it emphasized aerobic. Yes, yeah, and and he wasn't uh, at that point doing anything specific to strength training um, or any type of balance training or anything like that. And so when we did the assessment, those were areas that that we identified that he needed some work. And so uh, put together just a baseline exercise prescription for him to work on some some strength in general. And then the more I worked with him, uh, the more sports specific we were able to get leading up to, you know, this time of year, senior games, right? <laughs> That's when we're senior games. Um, and so we had him on the BOSU ball. We had him doing some some lateral shuffles and working on his balance, working on his strength, working on his his wrists, um, kind of strengthening that up because pickleball is that finesse sport. Yeah, yeah it really right? is. It's true. And uh, it, it was just really fun to work with him and and see him come in and say, man, I'm really getting better just because I feel more confident in my balance on the court. He wasn't uh, hesitating to go after you know balls that were previously outside of his his reach just because he didn't want to overextend himself. And fall down. And fall down. himself, right? And so it was really, he kept referring to the balance. Um, but from my perspective, there was a lot of the strength that played into it as well. So I like that concept because I, I think most of us, we, we get to a point where maybe we found our sport. In, in this case, this gentleman, it was pickleball. And he wants to stay active. And as you said, he was very active. He was out playing all the time and, and enjoying the social aspect of it. And so many great benefits to being a pickleball player for sure. And he was you know, appreciating all of them, it sounds like. Um, but I like that idea of a little bit of cross-training and a little bit of doing something that maybe is outside of that sport being such a great benefit to you in that sport. And I think that any any of us or any athlete can can learn a lesson from that that practicing your sport is great and important and and keep doing that i'm you know i'm not saying stop don't do don't don't stop keep going but adding in something new and something different really can enhance your chosen sport and make a big difference is wouldn't you say that was that mm-hmm. would be kind of the message that yes. that you learned from that experience yeah absolutely um and and this gentleman he you know he's I don't, I don't remember exactly, mid mid to late 70s, I would say, and had never done any type of uh, s- structured exercise training. Yeah. Um, and so that's why he came to us was to, to put something together for him that he felt safe doing. Um, and yeah, he really saw, saw the benefit from that, even though, like you said, he was and still is a very active, you know, person. So, yeah. Um, it's just diversifying a little bit, finding a balance in in your training, and not just doing the cardiovascular or the strength or your sport specific exercise. Um, it's finding a balance between not just balance training, which is what he felt like had helped him, but I'm talking about balancing all of the different aspects of fitness. Yeah, yeah. Now you mentioned that you really worked on balance and strength with him. Um, without going into the whole program, which you put together for him, what's one thing that our listeners could do at home to better their balance? Because that's a that's a huge one. That's a big one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it kind of depends on the level that they're starting at, but uh, just some very simple things that most people haven't done in a while and, and actually are surprised that they find difficult is if you've got a corner in your house that 
that doesn't have anything in it, back yourself into that corner and just try and stand on one leg. Uh, a lot of people are really surprised at, at how difficult that is. Or um, if you and hopefully you haven't had to practice the DUI test, which is more com- <laughs> uh, which is the common way that we we talk about. It's called the tandem walk. But uh, walk down a hallway where it's nice and safe that you could touch walls if needed and walk heel to toe. Um, that's another one that's, that surprises a lot of people with this gentleman. We got a lot more aggressive with the balance training. And like I said, we had those half dome BOSU balls and he was doing pretty quick lateral shuffles left and right, because that's what he needed was that lateral quickness for, for pickleball. Uh, And he had decent balance coming in. We just, uh, made it better. Enhanced it. Yeah. So just again, if you're starting out, uh, just standing on one foot and you Mm want to do it in a safe way so that you don't hurt yourself and fall. But standing on one foot can can be make a big difference. That's mm-hmm. awesome. You're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life, and we're visiting with exercise physiologist Ryan Solberg. We're talking about ways that we can improve our sports performance, uh, specifically some of the clients that he's been working with that have been able to see Im- improvement and performance gains. Uh, let's talk about golf. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Big sport around here in absolutely. St. George. Um, and so with, with this particular client that I had that we were working with, um, this gentleman, he had been golfing like a lot of people that, that are retired a lot, you know, multiple days a week. (laughs) He had been golfing a lot. Yeah. Makes me, (laughs) makes me jealous. Mm -hmm. I love to get out there, but, uh, yeah. So, and, and he was a strong guy. He came in and so he, he, he was a good golfer, but he wanted to get a little extra distance on his, his drive. And so when we assessed him, we, we just realized that up through the chest and the shoulders um, and then kind of through his hips, he was just a little bit tight, uh, which most guys are, yeah, right? We're, we're all a little bit tight. <laughs> Jeff and I are looking at each other. He's going to talk about stretching, isn't he? <laughs> about flexibility, yeah. 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 Flexibility. So um, slow and steady, we just got him into doing some upper body, especially kind of some shoulder opener stretches, um, arms out wide, kind of pushing the shoulders open, um, some rotational exercises so that he could uh, basically get further back into his his backswing, um, and then some some hip stretches to be able to allow him to rotate and, and open up that swing as much as possible. So really the concept behind everything was to from from hips all the way up to his shoulders to just make him more flexible so that his swing could be bigger. The mm-hmm. arc of the swing could be bigger, therefore more powerful. Um, and you'll see that a lot of times in, in people who do have flexibility issues is their swing, the arc of their swing becomes short, choppy, quick, and yeah, <laughs> and like 40 degrees is my, <laughs> yeah. my entire swing is about 40 degrees. 40 so degrees. Yeah. So you got to be real strong if you're going to have a swing like that and actually get the ball <laughs> sure. I anywhere. used to even be strong, but I'm not as strong anymore, so it doesn't matter. So I'd, I'd suggest um, mini golf for you, Jeff. But, <laughs> you know what? I, I, I probably have just given up golf altogether, but that's okay. Yeah. But yeah, with the, with this particular gentleman and flexibility, uh, it's one of the things, especially with, with male clients that they haven't been doing a lot yeah. of because it's, it's uh, something that we're not good at compared to females, just different hormones in the body make us tighter. Um, so one thing that is key when training flexibility is consistency. You know, you can go and stretch and then an hour later you're tight again. And so it has to be like brushing your teeth or taking your medication. It's got to be a daily routine or even multiple times a day 
Um, and so, uh, yeah, he, he worked on it. He opened up, especially that core rotation, was able to get back in that backswing um, and lengthen that arc of the golf golf club head. And yeah, put some distance on his drive. He was super happy, and because of the you know his experience in golf, he was able to control the extra power really well, and and was just came away super pleased from that experience. And and again, you know, Jeff and I tease each other a lot about the flexibility, and neither of us are very flexible. But if you can add that element mm-hmm. to your training and to your competitive abilities it's only going to be to your advantage yeah absolutely and and we're talking about you know an advantage specific to this sport but uh mm-hmm. you know reducing injury as well so yeah. a lot of different advantages come in there absolutely now uh you work with uh, a lot of different people a lot of different skill levels uh, athletes non-athletes um you mentioned that you've worked with a navy seal yes talk about that experience a little bit because yeah. to me it feels like how are you going to improve on that? Right. Like mm-hmm. the, that's the pinnacle. So this was a, this was a candidate. So he was trying to go through the oh, seal okay, training. Okay. Yeah, so gotcha, not, not gotcha. quite there yet. Yeah. And so he had a lot on his plate to try and get ready for, you know, there's diff- a lot of different aspects for, um, passing buds yeah. and, and getting through there mentally, physically, just yeah, emotionally, emotionally everything. Thing. So, and this was a fun experience because I, um, for some reason decided to train with him uh, <laughs> even though I wasn't planning on uh, going into the seals or anything like that. And so we started off and, and started doing some strength training together. And then we started, oh, we got to add the cardiovascular. So we added some runs in there and, and we were up in, in Rexburg, Idaho at the time. And so we were running in the middle of winter, negative 20. It was just a terrible experience all, all together. But um, we added in, he felt weaknesses here and there and elsewhere. And, and so we just kept adding and adding and adding and adding to the training in, until I was a newlywed at the time. I felt like well, it didn't feel like I was spending about twice the amount of time More with him time as with I him was than with you my were with wife. Your brand new wife, right? Yeah, exactly. And so, and I she bet that made her really happy. <laughs> she joked around about it a lot. She was a good sport with it and everything. But uh, yeah, it, it was just trying to hit all of the aspects of the training that he needed um, to to go to buds and pass and everything like that was just really overwhelming. And one day we just decided, you know what, we're, we're just doing too much. We can't get good at everything or you can't get good at, at everything if you're just kind of scratching the surface of, of all of it, a bunch of different things, right? It's kind of a master of none type of a concept, right? right. You can't master everything when you're training everything. You got to kind of take it piece by piece. And so what we did was we... Um, tried to just identify the biggest weakness and then completely simplified his program um, to just strengthening up his lower body, which was probably the weakest point of, of what he had. He could go out and run forever, swim forever. So that was that was looking pretty good. And so we backed off and we just did, you know, a lot of heavy squatting and deadlifting and Olympic weightlifting and everything like that. Um, and the amazing thing was when his legs got stronger, as his legs got stronger, everything else became easier. The running became easier. The, you know, loaded carries, the ruck marches, all that kind of stuff just became easier because his weakest point was becoming stronger. 
What a, what a great concept there. What, I mean, f- so for those of us who are not planning on going into the Navy SEALs, what's the big takeaway from that lesson? Just simplify a little, simplify. A little bit. Or, or many times, I should say, we see all, you know the end goal and all the steps that are going to lead us to that and try to do them all at once. And so um, sometimes it's it, you got to back off and, and avoid overtraining um, and just focus on the area that you need most at that point in time. And then, uh, as you said, so often will be the case that you strengthen that weak point and everything else just kind of comes along with it. Right. Uh, just awesome. Uh, last client that you, uh, that you uh, mentioned to us, um, someone who kind of set some goals and then how, how, how did they get there? Like, how do you, how do you, how do you reach the place that you want to go? Right. Yeah. So this is a, this is a client who, um, we had worked with for a long time, uh, and she was terrified. This is one of my, my clients who's not an athlete, but she was terrified to fall because she knew that if she fell, she could not get back up off the floor. Yeah. You know, we've all seen the commercial. I've fallen and I can't get back up. Right. And she joked about it. Right. But But that was just to kind of put it in the back of her mind. But she was absolutely terrified. And, you know, I I remember the first few conversations I had with her of uh, that's impossible. I, I cannot get off the floor. That's how she felt. That's, and it was a scary thing. You know, it was a very real fear for her. And so what we did was we just broke down the movement of what she would need to do to get off the floor into little pieces. And so that she could work on these different movements, um, but one at a time. And we didn't tell her what we were doing. Like, okay, eventually at the end of this program, you're going to be getting up off the floor or getting down and up off the floor. That's but, the Mr. Miyagi method. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, we, you know, we did some core strengthening activities. We, we broke the movement into, you know, part of it is, is a lunge. So we had her starting lunging patterns, sit to stand patterns, rolling patterns on, on a big bench and things like that. Um, and so when she got stronger at all these individual pieces, I guess this is a little opposite of what we just talked about, but breaking things into baby steps, um, to achieve the end goal. Um, she got stronger at all these individual pieces. And then we just said, okay, we are going to try it. We're going to get you down on the floor. And she was scared, but we said, look, you can do this and this and this and this and this. And that's how you You get all those together. That's how you stand up. Right. Exactly. And so, you know, she did it and it was hard. And, uh, now, uh, she's still a client of ours and, and part of her exercise program is get down on the floor all the way to your back and then get back up 10 times. That's part of her program. And she's so, and she so it. happy that she can do it. And it's just an amazing thing to see. I mean, that sounds so simple to probably everybody to, to, to or most of, us, of yeah. people who are, who are who are listening. But for her, that was a real problem. We broke it down into baby steps. And so sometimes you have this big goal out there and you just have to say, okay, what's that made of? What that, what, what are the components of that goal and tackle each one piece by piece and, and you can make it there. And that's such an important lesson and message. I think for any and all of us so often, it's so easy to get sidetracked mentally by thinking, oh, it's too much. It's too big. I can't do it. But if you can, as you said, find the components that make that goal up and work on those components, we'll get there. 
Absolutely. Awesome. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. I hope we'll have another chance to visit with you soon. Yeah, anytime. So, Jeff. Yeah. As I said at the beginning of the show, and as you've experienced, the games are definitely wrapping up here. Yes, they are. And once they're completed, we'll start the cleanup, Mm -hmm. and then we'll go through what we call our wrap-up meetings with all of our key volunteers. Yes, we will. Uh, We'll take a look at what worked and what we want to work on next year to improve so that we have a better experience every time that the athletes come back. Uh, We'll get to work on our results book that will be sent out at the end of the year. Then we'll get to work on updating the website so that by Mm -hmm. January 1st, we're ready for team registration. And then we just start that whole process all over again. one big cycle. And we love it. It's great. We love it. For those who are planning ahead, and why not plan ahead? Sure. Right? Get out that calendar, start looking ahead. The dates for the 2020 games are October 5th through the 17th. So you got some time. And again, if if it feels like too big of a deal to be involved in the Huntsman World Senior Games, if that seems like an, an impossible goal, just break it up into baby steps, just like what we've learned. Simplify, uh, do a little stretching, work on your balance, work on your strength, and before you know it, you'll be ready to go. You bet. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. You can also subscribe to our podcast pretty much anywhere that podcasts are found. Once you've subscribed, give us a rating and write a quick review. You can really help us spread the word by doing that. Our inspirational thought comes from Major League Baseball All-Star Derek Jeter. You ready? Yep. There may be people that have more talent than you, but there's no excuse for anyone working harder than you do. That's true. Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.